sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Bienvenue à Deux Côtés de l'Histoire. Je suis Tom Sides et lui est Sean Sides. Okay, so we're just not going to let me do it in French. I Welcome like, to Tuesday. I was like, what the fuck is that? Sorry, I just didn't understand. I thought you were maybe just having a stroke. Welcome to Tuesday's Story. That is Sean Sides. And that is uh, Tom Tom Sides. <laughs> oh, Jesus. How you doing, bud? Not bad, yourself. I always forget that you speak French. It's funny, when we were doing a podcast with another podcaster recently, you mentioned that you spoke French, and his head did like a jerk. Like, what? What? I don't know if you've noticed that in the video. I didn't, actually. Yeah, there was a little, like, huh? People always forget, like, Canada's a bilingual country. Everyone just assumes that people speak English. And then, like, you get a gem like yourself who speaks very clear English. You know, you would never guess that you had a second language that you're affluent in. Yeah. Well, if you speak to other people in French, they'll tell you that I don't have a second language. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> they'll say he's trying his best. That's classic, though. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was. It's always fun when people don't expect you to do it, and then you pull it out. Like, um, I remember once when I was working in Vancouver, I was about to push out an aircraft with, uh, like, I was doing the training to push out the aircraft, so my yeah. trainer was sitting beside me, and we both had headsets, and I was supposed to be talking to the pilot, the pilot spoke French, and he was about to go, like, hey, man, like, we don't speak French, and I go, and I just started talking to him in French, and he's just, like, looking at me, he was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, man, I speak French, he was like, um, okay, I just, I didn't expect it out of you, man, I'm like, what's that supposed <laughs> to fucking mean? Not like I spoke Aramaic. Like like French it happens. Like I'm from Montreal. Like you knew this stuff. Like it's not a fucking yeah. su- you shouldn't be surprised. It's the energy you give off sometimes, I guess, that people would be surprised by that. But it, anyways, um I what I was gonna say, I always call that the Braveheart moment. You know what I mean? When people are talking shit and you get to be the guy that knows what they're saying because you speak their language and you're like, actually, you know what I'm talking about? I love those yeah, that yeah. moment. Every guy wants that moment in life, like I'd almost learn a different language just so that I could be like, actually, I know that you're saying mean things about me. <laughs> yeah, I love speaking French when, like, no one else understands. It's fun. Agreed. Um, it's get... a beautiful language. It's the language of love. I'm jealous, like, that I'm not bilingual. Hold on. Let me clarify one thing. France French is the language of love. That's true, yeah. Quebec French is a bastardized version. It's like... English, like how we speak it, versus England English. There's a romanticism, there's an accent, there's a fanciness to it. There's like all this proper stuff that goes with it. And then there's us where they're going like, yo, that's lit, fam. Yeah, I don't know that like (laughs) the British you're talking about, I feel like is a dying language because you have the young Brits now and they're like, and now what? And there's like, have a terrible, angry, jerky kind of accent, like what Uh, you're saying. as long as Benedict Cumberbatch is still a fucking thing, yeah, I think the, proper English will always survive. The rich boy English, for sure. I, I, know I well, like, I don't want to call it rich boy English. I think it's just like <coughs> the regal English, middle to upper English. class English regal. in England. Yeah, yeah whereas like it's that, and then like with like I'm telling you right now, like there are some parts of Quebec where like 
they'll speak to you and you'll have no fucking like even if you spoke French you're just like <laughs> what <laughs> like right. that, huh? I don't because they speak it at like Mach 10 and it's like uh like they don't even call it like French it's like Quebecois joie yeah okay like, I've heard of that I think yeah. that's common in uh parts of northern Quebec isn't it where yeah. it's like really thick thick and then there's a whole bunch of slang and there's a whole bunch of like it, it all depends on where you go and it's all so stuff. interesting the way that languages develop like that right it's just it changes mm-hmm. so quickly which is so cool yeah. and i found that like we talked about this a long time ago in the podcast when i heard about it like people were talking about uh the u.s the southern accent and mm-hmm. stuff like that and the fact that even the english one that we speak we're all derivatives of the original British English. So when you hear, like, the southern accent, it's like, that was once fucking English, but then it, like, evolved into what it is now. It's just interesting. Just between you and I and, I guess, our listeners, I have so much time for, like, a southern accent. Oh, yeah, I love that. You get me a southern bell, I I will melt. Yeah, it's easy to listen to. It's just like, if there was a read like a book reading option and you got to pick the language that would be one of the accents i would it's like a, towards. oh i do declare mr science oh yeah pretty much give me one of those and i just like yes ma'am <laughs> <laughs> it'd be fun to like i always wanted to check out the southern states at some point it'll be something i do on the bucket yeah. list for sure yeah. just being like seeing it right hearing it experiencing it no, I agree with you, man. It's um, it's been on the bucket list of mine. Like, I really want to go to Nashville, Tennessee, just for like the music and the vibe and all that stuff. I really want to go to hell. Well, Memphis. I'd go to Memphis, see where Elvis lived and all that stuff. Like Graceland's a thing. Yeah, that'd be um, neat. to be in Kentucky would be kind of cool. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It just it's one of those states where it's fun had, to say. Yeah, it's fun to say Kentucky Fried Chicken comes from there. It would just be a cool place to visit, just to see what they're about. Yeah, I would. I really want to go to Texas. Um, just like, I don't know, man. Like the Southern states, they have such an appeal to me. Whereas, like, yeah, yeah I would like. To, I would like to check it out. That makes sense. Um, the yeah. the trees and shit there too. There's just the smell in the air that you see in the movies. They always paint such a picture of the South. It seems pretty. Hold on, hold on. Can we just point out what you just said? I would love to hear. The smell it. in the air. That you see in the movies. Yep. You can't see what a smell. What the fuck kind of sentence is that, Sean? You can't see a smell, Tom? No, you can't. That's why it's called a smell. Okay, well, I feel sorry for you. I can perceive things in so yeah, many different ways. Yeah, you can paint with all the colors I'm of the rainbow. I'm a very developed human being in a lot of different ways that other people don't have, apparently. I'm sorry. That sucks. You yeah, speak yeah, two yeah. languages, Tom? I can see smells. Yeah. That was the fucking funniest fucking thing. One of the dumbest sentences I ever heard. Anyway, it's kind of like on. I want to talk to you about. Sorry, hold on, it just went, you thing. know that one scene in Ghostbusters where they're in the library and they're like, "Wait, listen, do you smell something?" It's just like one of those like weird moments. A classic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, man, did you see all the fucking videos of the earthquake? That isn't that fucking terrifying. There was an earthquake. You don't know, yeah. It's all over the news in Turkey and Syria on the borders of that. There's, like, uh, some serious... Dude, I've been on night shift. I haven't even, like, looked at a news thing. I'm going to send you, like, a TikTok of it now just because it's, like, really fucked up. 
buildings like collapsing. I'm so shocked that you haven't seen it. It's really fucked up. Um, like I said, man, I live on. I've been living that nightlife. I don't. Sometimes, like can... it doesn't. You don't watch the news, anyways, do you? Like in no. Yeah, I didn't think so. It's. No, uh, I, it's a depressing place. I like to live. It a happy is. Life. Yeah, I watch it almost every night, and I don't know why. It just well, became explains a habit. your demeanor. What's that? Sorry. That explains your demeanor. Yeah, it fucking beats you down, buddy. <laughs> What's my demeanor? My demeanor's fucking hot. And I don't know, man. I'm just trying to be all tongue in cheek, and you're sending me TikToks. So you're not seeing the funny faces I'm making. You're rattling, trying to rattle funny. my cage, and I'm like, why? It's fucking early, <laughs> Thomas. I don't have to be mean to you. Don't make me be mean to you. Um, yeah, the reason I bring it up is like, there's, I just sent you one now. So there's like, you know, those bricks, the red bricks that are in the ground that have like a bit of a pattern to them. They move yeah. up in a ripple, and it's like, fuck, can you imagine the ground doing that? Jesus Christ. Obviously, to our listeners, they're like, what the fuck is Sean talking about right now? He doesn't make any sense. Well, well but, you're clearly talking about an earthquake. Yeah. I just... just things you don't expect. Often, like, 20,000 people have died in this fucking incident. Like, what? that's because a building's collapsing, and they're like... Pulling little kids out still, like they pulled a little boy out yesterday, and it had been eighty-four hours. Yo, that's real. Yeah, like that's the ground that's shaking doing the that. Ground because of an insane seven-point-eight earthquake, I think it is. Like it just struck and it tore down buildings. I just sent you a second one of a, a tower collapsing, like while it happened. That's filled with people. Cool. Yeah, well, not um, cool, but no. Well, that's a fucking day ruiner. Hey, it's a really serious fucked up event. I was just like, the thought of like Mother Nature, fires are scary, floods suck, but earthquakes, man, the ground shaking and it fucking doing that level of destruction, like taking out fucking high rises, 20,000 people so far. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Now that I'm nice and depressed, thanks, Sean. Yeah, no worries. Um, I got your news. I'll always keep you up on current events. Fuck, that's brutal. Have yeah. you ever experienced an earthquake? No, never. I I don't know how I would perceive it, to be honest. Even, like, seeing these videos online, and it seriously has shook me. I can't uh, imagine what that was like. <laughs> it shook you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I didn't even think about the implications of that. It's just in the vernacular of nowadays. <laughs> Um, I have like it was a minor one for some reason like we got like the ripple effect from another one but it was like a really really low one so like but when I felt it I thought it was my dad trying to wake me up for school yeah and he was just like really aggressive about it I was like no I'm tired (laughs) (laughs) that's intense yeah yeah it was pretty fucking wild and then like my parents were like did you feel the earthquake I was like is that what that was they're like, what did you think? I was like, I thought it was like dad trying to wake me up for school. It would be a good dick about it. That's funny. He must have got a laugh out of that. <laughs> he, he did his little Chris smirk. But yeah, uh, and then there was like another one. Like, like apparently, like I was doing like when I was doing night shifts at Rono, there was like an earthquake one day. But because of that building was made of like solid concrete, we didn't feel a goddamn thing. So like, it just didn't affect us. But. But apparently, all around uh, Montreal that day, there was, you felt the again a minor one, like not. A, yeah. Please don't think it was at the same fucking level of. No, what's of going course on not. In Turkey. I couldn't. Have, I just like 
the idea of the ground being unstable. Like, I don't love heights. You know what I mean? Working at, like, 12, 20 feet, 30 feet, I start to feel a little shaky in the knees. And uh, I can't imagine the, like, solid ground, the thing where you're like, I need to get back to the ground because it's solid. That shaking, it gives me a little bit of the willies. Like, I couldn't imagine that feeling. Like, obviously, even just a minor one experiencing it would be weird. The catastrophic fucking consequences of this earthquake is just, like, eye-opening. You know, you're like, holy fuck, like, that sucks. Amazing moments, though, too. Like, the people, the heroes that are there, like, lifting fucking rubble off of people and pulling them out of the buildings alive still... That kind of shit is, like, in tragedy, it sucks. You know, obviously you're going to have deaths, but that kind of stuff is, like, amazing. They, when they pulled that little boy out after 83 or 84 hours or whatever, there was, like, hundreds of people standing there, like, cheering, like, screaming with their hands in the air, like, we fucking, another one came out alive, you know? And it's just harsh. Harsh, but beautiful. It's weird when tragedy yeah. happens, the good that you can find in it, too, you know? Yeah, 100%. I, like, I, like, I guess, like, I don't know what to say right now. My heart goes out to the people of Turkey. Yeah, it sucks. And in Syria. In Syria. I mean... That... Yeah. I wasn't yeah. prepared for any of this. No, I didn't. I didn't I'm happened. shocked that you hadn't fucking heard of it. Because yeah. it's, like, everywhere right now. But like you said, night shift, Sean. I'm fucking on night shift, bro. Like, I'm night yeah. shift. Night, Sean. Yeah. So no, Sean. Sean. Things are happening during the day. I'm not looking at the news. I'm not a big Facebook guy, and most of my things on Instagram are happy things. Not a big Facebook guy unless it's his birthday and he's posting a birthday selfie. That was you. (laughs) That was you who did that. You made me look a fool. I didn't make you look a fool. I made you look handsome. Made me look a fool. It was funny to bring that back. I'm going to bring it back from time to time. It's not hurtful. It's cute. Cute and playful. Made me look a fool. (laughs) um yeah uh on a change of pace uh that sarah michelle geller show that we were talking about the other day turns out it's not on apple it's on paramount plus i did see that that's why i didn't catch it yet i was like oh fuck i'm not if i start the free trial i'm gonna end up paying ten dollars a month well you you're on my amazon account right oh yeah that's right i can watch it on there not apple tv they're so smart yeah so, so, so smart. So, you're welcome. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, that's cool, dude. I'll have to give it a watch. Hey, when it's you it's said, an like, interesting show. Yeah, Honestly, you, it hooks you kind of right away with, like, I don't want to give spoilers or anything. It's just, like, yeah. there's, like, it's it's a mystery about werewolves. And, like, right away, I'm just, like, all right, I'm fucking in. I don't, like, it's just, like, they, they get you so intrigued. But it's, like, another one of those teenage dramas where I think, Sarah Michelle Gellar is playing one of those, like, fire investigators, because it starts with, like, a wildfire in, like, Los Angeles. Okay. And then, like, it's a whole fucking thing. But she's, like, barely in the show. <laughs> she has, like, so far, like, three scenes and two episodes. That's funny. Everyone's yeah. like, it's her new show. <laughs> yeah. She, no, no, it's not. These kids are the stars, and she's just kind of in it. That's funny. Still... Supernatural shit going on, Sarah Michelle Geller in the show. We're probably going to give it a watch. Yeah. What do you do? You end up watching any of that uh, shrinking? 
Yes, I'm caught up on to episode three. I today's as of recording is Friday, so I haven't yeah. watched the latest episode. Pretty quality show, but, eh? Fuck, you are welcome, Sean. Yeah, you right? brought the heat on this one for sure. Yeah, just another Thomas recommendation that's just killing it. It's gonna Getting make you rethink park, all of my Nick Cage, Nick Cage recommendations. Sure. It's redeeming you a little bit from some of your horrible, horrible recommendations for sure. You didn't watch any of them. No, but I got confirmation in the hockey pool that it was fucking trash and garbage. And no, you got one person's opinion, and you are I more in common with opinion. me. You have more in common with me than you do Liam. I'm just going to yeah. say that. Okay. So, like, if you should be listening to anyone's opinion, it's fucking mine. Just because we are like-minded I individuals. <clears throat> Liam's a fucking hockey again. bro. We're trying to, like, boost you because of shrinking. I don't want to bring this up again, but there was also the Kevin Costner fiasco where you thought Field of Dreams was better than water. I don't want to bring it up it again. It is better. I don't want to fucking bring it up again. Yeah, like, obviously, I'm going you know to weird... watch Waterworld, and then I'm just going to come back to you and tear it to fucking pieces. <laughs> you have some weird... Uh, recommendations sometimes is all I'm saying, but shrinking, fucking nail that home run. Carry on. <laughs> Just saying, I'm fucking killing it right now. Yeah, you my recommendations have been top fucking notch. You just choose to shrinking is pretty good. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Just wait till you get to Ted Lasso. Yeah, I started like the first three seconds of it and then stopped it because I was like, no, I'm tired and I have to record a podcast early in the morning last night. I, was, I like watched the newest episode of Shrinking, so I've seen four episodes. And then I was like, ooh, I want to watch this Ted Lasso and give it a chance. I hit play. There was like some stuff happening and I was like, wait, 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 stop. It's fucking midnight. I should go to bed. I have to be up early. So yeah. I did not continue to watch it. <laughs> but I will. Yeah. It's a couple uh, seasons, you said, right? It's just two seasons, and the third season will be its final season. Okay, and I think the third season is coming out in the spring. Nice. Yeah, um, yeah. I like seeing Jason Siegel again. I love seeing Harrison Ford in this role. Um, there's just a lot of good things going on. Every actor and actress in the, like, the relationship between him and his neighbor is really, like, fucking funny. And, like, imagine you find yourself, like, I'll just paint the picture for our fans who haven't watched it. Like, I have had a crush on Krista Miller since the Drew Carey show. She's she's never been unattractive. Is that the neighbor? She's the, the neighbor, yeah. She was yeah. on the Drew Carey show. She was Kate on the Drew Carey show. And then uh, I don't know you where her career took off. You interrupted me. Sorry. No, it's okay. Keep you, talking about her. You, I just, you, you, you said the neighbor. People are waiting to get caught up, and now you're talking about some lady. They have no fucking idea in what really. She's a babe, Sean. Sorry. She's some neighbor lady. She, if she was a president, she would be Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, that's fair. She's a hot mom next door. <laughs> Go on. Sorry for interrupting so you. So basically, um, <laughs> his wife dies. She seemed like a wonderful lady. All the people around spoilers him. Spoilers to be here? There's no spoiler necessary because it doesn't, you don't like get to know her first and then she shockingly dies. It's just a fact of the show right off the bat that she's dead. So. Yeah, but they kind of end the show, the first episode, with her, you finding out that she died. Like, you have no, no idea you why you're surprised. Pretty fucking clear. She's not there. Everyone's sad. Yeah, I thought like, that she left him. Did you? At, at the beginning? Yes. Really? This erratic behavior, I, I thought that, that she was dead because I just have really good intuition, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's I what I thought it was. that she left him. And that's yeah, why so he... trauma and effect is ultimately what this is about. And it's all the people that come together in life. And it's just fun seeing the interactions of how it all unfolds. It's obviously been a year, I would say. 
I think it's less than that. Do you? Yeah, it's hard to tell. No, because yeah. at one point, doesn't she say, you've been a fucking mess for the last year, and some shit like that. Or, I guess. I guess. If yeah. you blink and you miss it, though. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I thought there was a throwaway like that, but... I don't know, yeah, it's just interesting, like, seeing grief and loss on TV through, like, something like that, where there's a child left behind and a, the, the husband, and it's just interesting seeing the seeing it unravel and seeing some like Harrison Ford I don't know that I've seen him in a sitcom before is that accurate I don't know if you can call this a sitcom I would call it a sitcom it's a half hour show like comedy is it I thought it was like 45 minutes it's more of a dramedy than anything but um and I think a sitcom needs more than four cameras or four cam whatever anyway um I think you're tripping I don't play the directorial you need at least four cameras to be yeah i don't know man if you say so anyway no like i don't think i've ever seen harrison ford on television let alone like no i saw him on star wars the other day on uh tbs no i know but like on a tv show oh a tv show okay sorry that's what i'd help you like you helped me with the whole sitcom thing i've tasted my own medicine yeah i didn't feel good did it no. <laughs> it's like that spoonful when you're expecting sugar and you don't get sugar and you're like ah, mom what the fuck is that drug you just gave you know it was like that but carrying on <laughs> good show nice to see Harrison Ford on a televisionly produced show <laughs> what was that televisionly okay it's a new word. It with the words and the sentence structure today. Like, this is it. This is peak John performance right now. It's early. I'm sleepy. You made me get up early because of your stupid night shift. Yeah, well, like, yeah, it's like 6 a.m. for me. Yeah, it's like 6 a.m. for me. All right? I'm right there with you. I got that's a big funny. fucking Yeti of coffee I'm trying to keep up. I have this huge cup, and it's almost empty, and Crystal's not here. She's at work, so I don't get a fucking sweet, <laughs> lovingly refill. There's no one to text to save me. Yeah. <laughs> I keep my coffee machine on the same table I do the podcast on for such an emergency. That's hot. Yeah, it is. It's coffee. I doubled down. I got water, too, so hopefully yeah. we'll make it through this. But Yeah, there you go. No, but shrinking's fucking awesome. And just seeing Jason Siegel again, like, there yeah. was rumor going on that he was going to play uh, Ben Grimm for, like, as a love interest in She-Hulk, and I kind of wanted that. But seeing how awesome shrinking is... I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah, it's funny when you hear, like, when people miss out on jobs, but then you see what they created anyways because they didn't get that role or didn't, you know, pan out like in that what, direction. Like, like what's going to happen for Henry Cavill? Yeah, could be. Like, you he's getting know. this Warhammer thing. So, like, I was hearing, like, this interview, like, apparently he was a bit of a pain in the ass on the set of The Witcher, yeah. but only because he was a fan of The Witcher. So yeah, he, he was, was trying just, to like, do it right. Yeah, so he was like in the writers' room, like, no, 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 like, hey, fuckface, you're going away from the story. Stop doing that. No, yeah, they we're must doing have the Witcher. Him. We're not doing your version of the fucking Witcher here. We're doing the Witcher. All right, That's stop funny. fucking with it. And Which so, you got to respect, but as the creator, you're like, I want to tell my story, and you have an actor who's preventing you from that, and who's got sway. That's. It would suck from that perspective. No, but also like, but I agree with Henry Cavill. Like, me too. Some of my big my big problems with a lot of things is just like 
going too far away from the source material, and it's just like, like that's one thing I love about The Last of Us. I've been like rewatching The Last of Us, yeah. where they where they stray from the source material, it's only because like it makes sense to. And then for everything else, it's like fucking scene for scene, the fucking same. Yeah, that's so interesting. Like, so like, it's also weird have... though. Like you, the same thing they did with The Walking Dead with the comics that they had, where you get a lot of the same, but also a lot different. And it's hard to it can be hard to balance it because like everyone knows. Spoiler alert for those that don't know, but Joel will meet a horrible demise, you know, in the coming episodes, and it's like you know that's coming and that's what killed The Walking Dead is people couldn't handle what happened to Glenn and, like, the exact same thing happens to Joel. So it's like, why go there? You know, it is what it is. That's just the reality of the show. So then you're like, then you do that, you kill off over half your fan base and the show ends. Is that, like, how do you... Or do you completely change it from that point on and then you piss off the fan base because you didn't stick to the original show? Like I said, The Walking Dead lost me in, like, season three. Yeah, <clears throat> when Glenn well, stop died, being about zombies. Like it's it, it yeah, kind of oh, it did. the viewership though, dude, was like this and the Glenn episode. It was like a pyramid. You go up one side of it to the, it was like rising, rising. Then the Glenn episode happened, and it fucking just dead. The yeah. show died. People don't want to see that shit. So either with the Last of Us, that's where the big question comes in: Do they bash his fucking brains in, or do they just skip over that and then disappoint the fan base who know that it's coming and needs it to be part of the story? Yeah. So it's fifty fifty. So that's why I'm like a little cautious with watching Last of Us, anyways, because I'm like it'll be a good watch. I watched the first episode, like I said to you, it's pretty fucking good show. But I also know what's coming, and I've seen all the spoilers because of the video game comparisons. So I'm like the scene for scene shit that you're talking about is like really on point. It's really on point. But where do you go from there? And like the relationship development of other, just seeing the guy hanging or whatever in the video game, and then seeing like the relationship between the two. Uh, guys that they encounter there like the way they develop that whole storyline same seems like it's pretty cool but like it, it what it does is because the bill storyline in the game only works for the game because you yeah. have to like do shit and all this stuff they gave a like, story and stuff and you're like so like if you do exactly what they did for the show because for a television show doing all of that unnecessary mission stuff that makes sense for a game but doesn't necessarily like it would make a four boring watch for an episode yeah of course so like doing something like that really works and i like what they did there they kind of humanized uh uh, they kept him at this like grumpy curmudgeon kind of thing which he is in the game yeah and then you kind of humanize him a little bit and give him a better send-off i thought it was a beautiful story when you watch that uh episode three um of Last of Us, it's a beautiful story. Yeah, and that's and, nice when people. Can and tell I'm that. just all for I'm Nick Offerman working. If they kill the show early, or if they change it, change the story, and like especially with uh, Pedro Pascal, it would be shitty if he left the show so early because it seems like the show is riding on his laurels as well because of him being gold in everything right now. It's like if he's gone, well, he's also the main character. Like you can't. That's what I'm like, saying. When you kill like him, he off, is the main character. Going to be like, you can good. continue The Walking Dead with a group of people trying to survive. That's what it's about. It's not yeah. about one man survival, right? Like Pedro, like Pedro Pascal is 
killing it. Honestly, you put him in fucking anything. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying, though. If they kill him off like he's supposed to be killed off, will it still hold the same? He's not supposed to be killed off. Well, at least not yet. In the game, he dies pretty early on, though, right? No. I thought it was in part two or something like that. I haven't played part two, so I don't know. Okay, gotcha. All I know is... He makes part a horrible one. fate while she's he, he's still like this is season one, so like, like this the whole thing they do with season one just follows season one, yeah. first part of the. But game. did you hear what I and, just said? Yeah, she's still a fourteen-year-old girl in the game when he dies, so it should happen like this season. No, it shouldn't. Either because way. they wouldn't do part. I two. hope not. I fucking hope not. Because it just why would they do part two in season one? Yeah, fair enough. I don't know what the parts are of the game. That's why I'm just... But I know they in part two of the game, like when they show the scene... Part two, it's Empire Strikes Back, essentially. Yeah. It's like this, it's the sequel. Right. Right? Okay. Fair enough. Totally. I just know that she's still like 14 when he gets his brains bashed in in the game. That's all I saw when I saw the spoiler for like what's no. to come. It showed like the scene from the video game where it happens and she's still like... You fucking love spoiling shit today. I didn't even know that. I didn't... No. I had, you mean, I you had told doubt. me you played the game. I didn't know that it was I, fucking... I, the game. I played The Last of Us. I, I didn't, didn't know there was two games. games. It's I called Part watched, 2. I just see shit on TikTok. It's called Part 2, Sean. So that, that's what I'm saying about it though is like, are you going to make me love this show and then make everyone hate it uh, an episode later? Because... <laughs> The guy we love dies. Or are they going to deviate completely? Because it's not a spoiler because they don't have to follow the storyline completely. They can change it any direction they want to go. I think if you follow the source material, you get get better ratings if you follow the source material. Another fucked up thing that this show brought to light, it's just a stupid comparison video I saw, but um, Bella Ramsey, Bella Ramsey, and Pedro Pascal... If they mm-hmm. started dating in real life, would you find that weird? Is that the young girl? Yeah. Yes. Is that is that a reality? No, but Leonardo DiCaprio is roughly the same age as Pedro Pascal, and he's dating a girl that's the same age. I talked about this on another girl. episode. I'm okay with whatever Leo does. <laughs> whatever. I just thought that was funny. I was like... Oh, weird. That's a fucking weird comparison. And I'm at, like, it's just strange when you see that kind of shit. Good for him. I'm, I not, thought... saying, I'm, I'm not judging him. I'm just saying I wanted to fuck with you a little bit because I just saw that video and was like, weird? I just, I just a saw a meme the other day that says maybe Leonardo DiCaprio hated 9-11 so much that he can't date a woman that remembers it. <laughs> did you ever think about that? Yeah, I didn't. No, you didn't. I never did. Can we pause like, for a quick sec? Yeah, sure. I just need a fucking coffee real bad. I'm sorry. Hey, man. Any big plans for the week ahead? 
Um, no. I'm uh, just kind of, well, I guess the Super Bowl weekend, right? Oh, yeah, so, that's true. Who you got? Well, I don't like either two teams. No, I think the Eagles will take it over the Kansas City Chiefs. So but, the only reason why I'm going to say the Eagles yeah. is because my brother-in-law is a gigantic Chiefs fan, and nice. he loves rubbing it in my face whenever my team loses. That's so funny. I'm looking for vengeance. Nice. I'm saying the <clears throat> excuse me. I'm saying the Eagles, but every time I pick a team to win the championship, the other team wins. So I don't know what to say. If no. I was a betting man, because I think it's the Eagles, I'd probably put my money on the Kansas City Chiefs because I think it's the Eagles that are going to win. Just because that's the way it fucking goes sometimes. Yeah. But don't really give a shit either way. Gonna say don't care. Yeah. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? It's just football. I do. But I you do. don't really. But I do, though. I think you just no, care because it's in public eye, I guess. It, no, I like guy, football. You, you don't love either team. You're not a... No, but I like football. Yeah, I like football. Like, I would care if it was a shit game. Like, the Super Bowl is a fucking track record for being, like, not a great game. I want a great fucking Super Bowl. <clears throat> As a football nice. fan. Yeah. Usually the better games to watch are the semifinals. The fucking Eagles fucking trounced. I can't even remember who they played. The 49ers. They trounced the 49ers. That's only because the 49ers had like a whole bunch of injuries. And then Cincinnati brought the fucking heat to the Chiefs where they had to just get a last minute field goal just to sneak away with the win. So I like a good football game. Excellent. It doesn't matter. Honestly, it doesn't matter who's playing. Like, yeah, I'm a Bears fan, but like, I can. If I have nothing to do on a Sunday, I can sit down and just watch one game after yeah. another. You like that with hockey too? You're a Montreal yeah. fan, but you can cheer for any team. Like, I can just enjoy the game. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I do. Like, that's the thing. Like, I'm I'm a sports fan. Like, yeah, you, you like, are a sports guy for sure. Any sporting yeah. event will attract your yeah. attention. Yeah. Like championship curling on ESPN ESPN eight, the Ocho. Yeah, I love it when they throw stones. It's really fun into that target area, and then the stone hits the other stone out of the target area. It is really entertaining to watch. Just actually, like, it gets really entertaining. Do you ever watch Olympic curling? Yeah. The it gets guys, fucking wild. And the girls, they throw the stones into the circle target area trying to knock out the other stones. It's so entertaining. I don't understand why you're yucking another man's yum. <laughs> no, it's cool. Actually, it's funny. <laughs> uh, and I, I just had practice at this lately because Xavier started curling in his high school curling team, and I keep teasing him about it because I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, it must be so exciting. And he's just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I love curling now. I'm a curler. Comes shows up with like comes now, obviously, because he's so proud of it. He wears his curling hoodie to my house. Let's see my my team. It's really funny. It's cool. Like I never got into curling, but I've been, I was around curling rinks a little bit, and I have had the opportunity to throw a stone before, and it's really fun. It's I've never game, played like, curling. Never tried. It's something it, I would like to. Yeah, I would love. Yeah. It's something I would love to try. I just don't know, like. Like, especially where I live, I'd like, if there was a place where you can get, like, four guys together and, like, they will teach you how to play, 
Yeah. And then you can kind of enter a league from there, like a beginner's league. Yeah. I would I'm love sure to that do it. it exists. I would love to do it. I just, I just don't know how you get into it. I don't like, think it's I, extremely time consuming either. Cause like a game of curling doesn't last that long. Does it? It can. Yeah. It depends on how even the score gets. And I've you, watched it from time to time. Like, like you said, the Olympic curling or on like the, what's it called? The tournament that they do. The it's like Pine Pinties Classic or something where it's like the Canadian Championship. Yeah, something like that. It's fun to watch other worlds. You see, like yeah. come around uh, crystals. Well, the Valley. Canadian tournament's yeah. fucking intense because you get the best team from every province going at it, and then um, whoever wins. But, that but like on a, on an Olympic year, like on an Olympic year, that's who represents Team Canada. Yeah, that's fucking intense. Like the stakes yeah. have never been higher. No, that's pretty cool. I never used to work thought, with a guy that was on Team New Brunswick. I never talking about curling today. I didn't prepare myself for this mentally. Well, I, now, welcome to fucking how I feel. I wasn't ready to talk about a disaster in Turkey and Syria. You're bringing, you're bringing my mood down with all this curling talk. Yeah, it's <laughs> really ruining the mood with one of Canada's greatest pastimes. I, I come to the table bringing, like, worldwide disasters and fucking Tom with his curling. No, I'm just joking. That's funny. <laughs> You didn't know how to process that. Like, I need to take a sip of my coffee before I fucking answer what the fuck this asshole just said. I don't know. You're spoiling TV shows and you're fucking <clears throat> I didn't really upset about curling. I you mean, did. I just, <clears throat> I just talked about death, and that's something we all have to face in life. No, you, you, you talked about characters dying on particular TV shows that haven't fucking happened yet. <laughs> no fucking spoiler, Sean. Hey, I know you, you know more about Last of Us than me. I just fucking saw it. TikTok. Well, apparently you know more than I do because I didn't know that fucking happened. <laughs> yeah, so don't fall in love with that character too much, I guess. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, or or love him because they might deviate. We don't know. But we've already seen it. That's what the whole point was, like why I saw the video, because in Game of Thrones, are you familiar with his role? Yes, I am. And how he met his demise? Yes. And people don't want to see that again. I mean, BFD. He's an actor. Yeah. Characters die. That's true. I'm glad they're actually okay. Like, like when Glenn died, like, I needed to see him. I was like, I hope he's I okay. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's not like... like I'm a Sean Bean fan. You know how many times that fucking guy dies? Yeah. He dies well. In everything. He dies in everything. Everything yeah, he he's ever well. acted in, ever, that I've seen him in, he dies in. National yeah. Treasure, he dies. I hate Lord of the Rings, man he only because dies. of his name. Uh, Patriot Games, he fucking dies. Uh, Game of Thrones, he fucking gets his head chopped off. Fucking yeah. dies. John Bean, always fucking dies. Seen Bean. Yeah. Or Sean Bond. Can't have it both ways, bro. I mean, you can take that up with him. I'm not going to defend him. Yeah. No, I, I like Sean Bond, too, though. It's fun to see the different roles that he's had. He's a good actor. Or yeah. scene, if you prefer. But he always fucking dies. Yeah, he does. It's one of those things. It's like... Oh, uh Wolf fucking dies. Yeah. There's a lot of actors who have that shtick that they always stick to, right? It's good. That's his shtick. I'm going to be someone you like, and I'm going to die. No, I don't think he dies in National Treasure, now that I think about it. It might be the only movie where he doesn't die. He gets I don't arrested. think people watch that, because Nicolas Cage is in it. You should. National Treasure is I a National Treasure. Yeah, it was a good movie. The second yeah. one was okay, too. 
Yeah. I haven't watched the series yet. There's a series on Disney Plus for National Treasure. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing that that was going to come out. Something to watch one day. Yeah. Fucking Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it. Say that again. Sorry, sir. Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it. Yeah. That's all I got. Isn't it Zeta? Tomato, tomato. Okay, fair enough. That threw me a loop. I was like, what? I'm the one who mispronounces shit, motherfucker. Stop trying to steal my shit. Shit. I'm getting shit on pronunciation from the guy that says genuine. Do you have a genuine problem with how I pronounce genuine? You like what? Genuine? I like genuine because I'm an Englishman. It's genuine here in Canada. Just How's that shovel going for you? Just digging yourself a deeper hole in it. You know what I like? I like a good hole. It's cool. It's protective. There's nothing wrong with a good hole. Find all your little trinkets and stuff in there? That's just what you're into? That's true, too. You never know what you're going to find if you don't dig a hole. See that? See that big smile? That's what I got. That was another dumb hole. sentence. You don't know what you're going to find if you don't dig a hole? That's right. You you have to dig a hole to find shit. That's right. And if you don't dig that hole, then you're not going to find nothing. So oh, my God. This you never know what you're going to not find if you don't dig a hole, Thomas. This conversation's quickly turning into a confrontation. I'm telling you this right now. <laughs> <laughs> have you dug a hole? I bet if you haven't dug a hole, I bet you didn't find anything in it. This is this is not a hill I want to die on, Sean. I don't give a fuck. Hey, switch topics <laughs> on me. I'm ready at any time. But till then, I'm going to keep fucking thinking about that hole I never dug that I could have found stuff in, but I didn't find stuff in because I didn't dig that hole. This is going to go on record. It's probably one of our worst episodes. We lost people. <laughs> Minute 41. Hey, you're the fucking guy who's like, sure, I'll take on some night shifts and wake Sean. Wake no, up I didn't do it. I was forced on. into it. Don't blame me. This wasn't volunteered. This was voluntold. I don't know if I believe that shit. I Dude. feel like it was like a, sure, I'll do anything to please you, master, situation. If you think I am some kind of fucking pushover, I am not. <laughs> I hope what it came yes down man. to is a class that was ahead of mine got first fucking dibs because they were ahead. But because I'm an amazing instructor, we're at the exact same point. And it's just due to fucking seniority. That's unfortunate. Yeah. That motherfucker's probably just like, ha ha! Well, I, I talked to the other trainer and I'm like, hey man, there's not enough flights at night, so I need to come in during the day so you can do flights at night next week. And he was like, okay. And I was like, fucking right, it's okay. I felt like a big man, I bet, saying that. No, I like just you, said, pal. I was very polite. I don't understand. Like, I don't bully people. Hmm, I'm like, hey, man, it's really difficult to do my job at night, and you're going to see it because we're going to switch. It's going to make people load some fucking That's even more psycho, though, when you have serious eyes and a smiling face. You're going to fucking do it because, like, we're really good friends. You think I'm fucking Jack Nicholson all of a sudden? Yeah, I like Listen here, Sparky. You gave me the eyes. I was like, Jesus Christ, Thomas, slow down. Slow down. 
Have you ever done Dungeons and Dragons? Or you ever played Dungeons and Dragons? I know you're never, but I'm open to the concept. I've never known a dungeon master. If I did, I would try it. I am participating in two games, two separate campaigns coming soon. Interesting. Yeah. I, like uh, some of the guys that I coach football with are starting a campaign and then like I just went like that sounds like a lot of fun and then they're yeah. like do you want to play and like now I'm putting together like a character and a backstory and all this stuff and then like um, can uh, I ask a quick question I just want I'm just curious where you're coming from on this and I am curious like do you like board games do you like playing board games puzzles like a little bit of not like Monopoly I hate puzzles yeah, I fucking okay. hate puzzles. No, I'm not talking Monopoly though. I'm talking like um, real board games, like good, good ass ones that take an hour. It, here's hour here's my thing. If it's fun, I'm down. Okay, but if I have to read instructions, it is enough to not to not do it. I feel like you're gonna hate Dungeons and Dragons then, because it's a lot no, no, of no, imagination and reading. No, no, imagination and shit. That's different. Like I, I like. You have to read it's, stuff, it's, too. No, no, but it's not a bland read. You're reading about, like, adventures and well, shit. Well, that's what board games are. You're reading about adventures. No, not necessarily. You're reading... No, like, that's what I'm saying, though, like, the type of games I was describing. Not, like, a Monopoly or a Risk or, yeah. you know... Like, anyways. I would need to, And also, I have someone to... I also have someone to explain to me what's going on. You need a game master. Yeah, so, if like... If you don't, if you have to start from scratch, no one... Like, I'm not reading... That. My buddy gave me a copy of the D&D handbook... Which is helpful, but I'm only reading the parts that are helpful for what I'm doing. So yeah. like it's it's not like it's and it's not like a bland read. Like they treat it like it's a fucking fantasy novel, which is what I read. Okay, fair enough. But like if I have to read like this game is fun for four to six players. Rule one, roll dice to see like like fuck that noise. But, like, I'm super into, like, dominoes. Um, I'm super into, like... I really like Clue. Yeah. Clue's and fun if you have, Clue like, five... Fun. No, I do like Clue. Clue's decent. There's a and lot then, of games, like, modern games, like European board games, they're called. It's yeah. different. You'd have to have someone introduce them to you, because, like you said, you yeah. can't start... Like, I game. have Settlers of Catan, the That's board a fun-ish game. game. It's still in the fucking plastic yeah it's fun-ish but you have to have a game master to explain it to you yeah because i'm not the star trek over. version of that and it's really fun because yeah. you're like trying to get dilithium crystals and what's the, what's the uh what's the star trek version called star trek 10 really didn't make it fucking simple star trek 10 so that you know that it's Catan, but star trek all right, and it's a like fun game actually. There's many different ways to set up the board as well, if I recall. So it's like you can play the game twenty times, a hundred times, and it's completely different each each playthrough, which makes it entertaining. But no, it was it was fun. Like I think it all depends on what. That's why I was asking, like if you're open minded to it, because if you have a close I am open minded to like, it. If I you have a close mind, you're like, no, I just want to play and not have to like think or do it. Because I've dealt with those types of players no, when playing no. games like that. You will I, not have fun playing D and D if you go with that attitude. No, no, no. I will. I'm into that kind of thing, and I'm open minded, and I can have fun. Nice. Where it is, but like someone has to talk to me like I'm five to tell me what I'm doing. Yeah, and I wasn't be trying to be mean with that either. It's just like one of my best friends, Dwayne. 
He fucking loves playing games. He loves adventures. He loves doing all kinds of crazy shit outside. But you sit him down to play a board game where he has to, like, read the card and fucking figure out what to do on his own. And he's like, I fucking hate this shit. You know, and you're like, dude, it's so much fun. You just have to, like, put a little bit of effort. No, 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 not fucking doing that. And you're like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Fuck you, man. We're not playing that game. But. Yeah. And then there's the opposite where someone, like, comes in with an open mind and you can have, like, and the imagination. Like, when we play certain games, you have to read with an accent when you read the card out loud or something. And it's just, like, that's the same with Dungeons & Dragons. You can sit there and talk like we talk. Or you can be like, the wizard opens his door and you hear clicking You know, like, how much fun do you make it is what I'm saying. When you bring it to the table, that's what you'll probably find when you play with these guys. It's like... The more that you bring to the table, the more fun that you're going to have. Yeah. So, um, the character I'm kind of developing is I want a gnome barbarian, which I think is hilarious. Because, for one, gnomes are, like, no more than, like, four feet tall. Yeah. And they weigh about, like... They're gnome for being shorter, for sure. That's not dead air. That's Tom giving me a look because he fucking looks up to me and loves the puns so much that he just doesn't. He's like, I'm the apple of his eye right now. The look he's giving me of stillness because of my gnome joke. Admiration. Was this worth interrupting what I was saying? (laughs) Sorry. I've been (laughs) gnome to do that from time to time. Okay, I'm done. Continue. You have a gnome. Yeah. Let me gnome about him. I'm done talking about it now. You killed it. <laughs> you had to have known I was going to do this. Nope. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. You're welcome, world, for that. Jeez. No, now I'm upset. I'm upset now. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have done this if I'd known that this is how you were going to react. You're not even being clever. You're doing the same pun over and over again. You did it once. It's the same bun. It's the same thing. You're like the fucking... You're like Chang in Community. You keep on using Chang as a pun, but it's just a pun for change all the time. I'm crying over here. You can only deliver a pizza one way. That's all I'm saying. You go up, you knock on the door, and you fucking hand it to them. That's what I'm doing to you, Tom. I'm just handing you all these fucking wonderful puns. Okay. That tired that tuck is a guy out giving that much fucking intelligible fucking comedy. It's crazy. Intelligible comedy. I thought you liked that sentence too. Wasn't it good? It I'm titling this episode probably our worst one yet. That's what this episode's <laughs> gonna be called. People are gonna fucking die during this episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So anyway. I'm gonna make my character a gnome barbarian. Because, like, it's kind of unheard of in that, like, that fantasy world. And because barbarians are dumb but gnomes are smart, I think I can make my guy. So, like, I feel like he's going to be a barbarian amongst his people. He's one of those, like, bigger fucking, the biggest fucking gnome in all the land. So he's, like, 4'2 and a strong 57 pounds. And just, like, and then just trying to prove himself. On his warrior's quest. 
Nice. I don't, I'm excited about it. I, I don't know what I'm going to name it. Because I'm focusing on not saying anything right now, but just continue. No. Sorry. No, it's just like it's gonna be. It's gonna be fun. And then, and then, like I was talking to my buddy Tyson about like how you can do a potential D and D adventure. Like, did you ever play the Pokemon video game as a kid? No, it was after my time. Okay, well, so like that was like prime childhood for me and like a bunch of like my friends. Yeah. So like, what we're thinking is like treating it like the Pokemon show. So like a group of three or four of you are off to go on your Pokemon adventure, go on like a, and then like you pick your own first starter and then like you have to find items and all this stuff on your way to go capturing like Pokemon. And like you go on the whole campaign to try and like, I think it's a brilliant idea with like, you have a dungeon master who can put like other trainers or wild Pokemon in the way of like what you're doing. Then you can find like different like tools and stuff. Like, I think it's a cool idea. So nice. it's another one we might try and pursue. That's fun. Anytime you can get a group of people together to play a, a fun game, it's a hoot. You know what I mean? It's a, it's the people. It's how you make it, but giving you a way to interact is in a fun manner is good. I am a big supporter of playing games and getting together in person because it's fun. Like in today's era, I play a lot of games with bros. You know, we'll log on, play some Call of Duty, play hockey, whatever online, right? Mm-hmm. But. It's so nice when you can get to sit down at a table with people and actually play a, a card game, mm-hmm. a board game. Dungeons and Dragons in this instance. Like, there's something to be said about that interaction and the camaraderie that you have while playing. It's fucking fun as shit, so I'm happy for you. It'll be probably a really good, healthy thing for you to do. And it's, like, fun to flex your imagination like that. Yeah. Make it a wild thing. Your expressionism and, like, what you bring to the table in that setting, if you're in the right mindset, is fucking awesomely enthusiastic so i can imagine that the guys will have a lot of fun with you no i think it'll be i think it's gonna be great and then you just kind of like i'm trying to develop the character and have to give him like a backstory but i don't everyone has this backstory of like abandoned by this or all this stuff Nah, i want my guy to have like a decent fucking childhood yeah he was just bigger than every other else he may have been maybe have some nobility as well and he's just trying to prove himself as a warrior. He reminds I'm in my head. I think that he's like a man slut. That he has like a lust for men, and he can't like control it. So he's just a whore. I think you should add that to your character. Why do you want my gnome to be gay? I don't know because it's funny. Like not funny, but it's just it's different. funny. It's Having different. a different sexuality is funny to you, Sean. Yeah, it's twenty twenty three. It's funny in the aspect of, like, thinking of a gnome who's, like, a man-slut. That's what I meant by that. It's fun to, like, just imagine that. And that's why I think... And especially for you, because you're so, like, tight in ways. That it would be good to loosen you up to have that kind of a... How, where am I tight? What? Where am I tight? I don't want to say things like that. I'm sorry. You're not tight, Tom. You're the loosest guy I know. No, I'm actually looking for some constructive criticism. Where am I tight? You're not tight. I just said. No, but previously you said I was. So clearly you had a leg to stand on or else you wouldn't have said it. Please go on. No, I didn't have a leg to stand on. It's too early. We'll save it for another day. I don't have it in me right now to go on this spiel. I don't have enough material prepared to carry on with this thought process, so... I, uh, I, Sean, from Two Sides of the Story, would like to retract my previous statement with which I said Thomas is tight. He is not tight. 
He is extremely Ooh. loose, loose in a dirty way. <laughs> is that better? <laughs> it's not worse, I guess. <laughs> Uh, that was fun to say. Anyways, carrying on. <laughs> yeah, gnome, cool. That's awesome. Have yeah. fun with that. I' excited for you. How often are you guys planning on meeting? Is this going to be like a weekly thing? A monthly I think thing? like I think that this the first campaign I'm doing with these guys is just like a one and done. Nice. Um, see where just it goes see, from there. Yeah, just kind of see where it goes. But it's like I think it's like a one and done, but with a potential to be an open ended story. Yeah. So, I'm fucking down to see what that happens. Nice. You don't meet these guys often, like the Dungeon Masters, and they have, like, this, like, secret little club, and when you get into it, it's pretty fun, I imagine. Yeah. And then the one with, I'm doing with Tyson, it's, like, I think it's, like, a thing we're going to try and do, like, once a month. Nice. You just do, like, four to six hours of just, like, Dungeon Master uh, uh, D&Ding, and then go about our ways. It's just a good way to, like... Get some beers, get some drinks, have a few snacks. Go in an adventure in your mind. Like I've, 100%. I've always wanted. I've always wanted to do this. I just never knew anyone. Like because it, it's it's that you need to know a dungeon master. You can't you just like I don't like I don't think you can go in otherwise, or else you're not going to have the same kind of fun. You could like, develop you, it yourself and become the dungeon master yourself, but it takes a lot of fucking reading material, like figuring out how to do it. You want to run it like you need someone. And it's yeah. not you. If it's you, you'll know it's you, and it's not you. No, That's like it's I something think. I think I think it's something I can do, but I would like I need to see it done a few times. Yeah, that's fair. And like, like anything, really. Like, I guess I have quick wit, and I can like develop. Like if I'm following a story, I can throw like I can improvise like obstacles and shit like that. But like for the most part, like I just. I just need to understand how this is how this is done. So, yeah, I got like a notebook for it. I got like all this stuff, and I'm just trying to prepare. So I'm gonna have like one notebook for like this one campaign, and another notebook for the other, and then like I'm just gonna keep going until like it's full. And then yeah, why not? Then, yeah. Do you ever? So I just have to. It's been in the back of my brain since you said it earlier. Warhammer. What's going on with Warhammer? Something with Henry Cavill. Is he doing Cavill. like a, a show or something? It's a movie uh, done by. Hammer? Isn't that the little fucking statues that people paint and stand in West Edmonton Mall in some weird store with jogging pants on? Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, it's something that Henry Cavill's super into. So, I mean. Weird. Is there a big fight? I, I hope he hears this. I and hope he does. Fucking, and I, I hope Eddie he fucking stands up. there in his dorky ass fucking jogging pants and plays that shit. I'm, not, I'm just joking. Everyone has their love and their kink if that's people's. You're all about yucking another man's yum today. Yeah, maybe you should call it that, yucking a yum. I like it. Yeah, you're yucking um, no, another just, man's yum. Everybody knows this. It's not like a fucking hidden secret. Warhammer is odd, and not a lot of people play it, which is surprising to me that they're well, making. I think something. what I think the the main thing that takes you away from Warhammer is how time consuming it actually is. Yeah. You have to get the figurines, and the figurines come unpainted, so it's a thing that it's you have to do. It's all you can do if that's what you do. I've, yeah. I have experience, like, making fun of people on this because Kieran was into it for a bit and was painting his own figures. Mm-hmm. And I was like, loser! No, I'm just joking. Not that harshly, but it's one of those things that some people have gotten into, and it's fun to rip on people sometimes when they get into something. <laughs> I just, the 
idea of you calling Kieran a loser when I know you have your own fucking set of Spock ears. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's what's yeah. fun about it. It's like, <laughs> like, you can do that. Like, like in you any other era, it's, like, in any 80s movie, if people knew that about you, you're a fucking loser. But, like, <laughs> but, like, the fact that you're doing it, Ah, I love it. I like that's we're what I love about Reed Thomas because we're into sports and we like dorky shit. In the eighties, we, we, you, and I would be fucking losers. Even now with our radio show talking on a podcast, people would be like, "Oh, hundred percent, fucking losers." We but would be okay. the kids. I've been in, uh... a loser my whole life, and I'm fucking fine with it because I love cool shit that makes me yeah. happy. And if oh, I yeah. see someone that likes something else that's a little bit losery, more losery than the things I like. Oh, I'm gonna point that shit out because that's I, I, a sports see, fan in me that likes. See, to be that's the music. difference, man. I will never, ever shit on someone for liking a thing because because it happened to me because I like things that people don't normally like. It is so degrading. I would when like you... to talk to you quickly about Waterworld. See, that isn't about oh, you like. Hold on, hold on. Choose what I make fun of people for. No, 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 no. Hear, hear me out. Hear, hear me out. That is a criticism of a film where we're allowed to be critical. I'm not oh, making fun of you. You're allowed to shit on things if it's socially acceptable to shit on things. You shit on things, but if God yes. forbid you think outside the box and shit on something that you're not necessarily supposed to shit on. Oh, I'm not doing that. I only conform to society and what they expect of me. Okay, Thomas. Wow. No. You, you, see, the thing is, is that I want to like Waterworld. <laughs> this is such a narrative that you're painting. I don't want to no, talk but, about Waterworld again, Thomas. I don't know why you keep bringing it up. You, you did. You just did. And it's a movie <laughs> that I want to like. It has everything that I would like in it. It has adventure. It has a cool, like, premise and it has violence and kevin costner however when you watch it it doesn't deliver the way you want it to deliver can you at least give me that i haven't watched it in a long time so i can't really comment so you, on it. what the fuck why are you dying on this hill sean <laughs> <laughs> i don't know because it's better than field of dreams that's all no it's not <laughs> I guarantee you, because you lost a parent recently, you will have a new outlook on Field of Dreams. All it's you want to so do is just play made. catch with Doreen one more time. It's just so poorly made. It doesn't, like... What do you mean poorly made? How is it poorly made? It's just, like, <laughs> shitty acting, shitty filming. It looks Hold like on. it was a low budget. Who's a shitty actor in that? Ray Liotta brought it. Kevin Costner brought it. James Earl Jones fucking it's brought hard it. It's to bring it when you don't really, like, you walk out of it's a simple. What it is, it's simple. And you're like, I'm, I'm sorry it's not as complicated as gills underwater when you're a human being. Yeah. It's a simple movie, man. Dude just hears the heavens going, like, if you build it, they will come. Builds a, builds a baseball field <laughs> on his fucking farm. It's and, like, then it just, and then it just works out. It's, it's fucking, a feel-good. It's dumb. It's a... It's, it's a fun, feel-good movie about ghosts inside <laughs> corn. <laughs> exactly. Right? You just made my fucking point for me. It's, it's a, a feel-good movie, movie about some ghosts about corn. About some ghosts and corn. <laughs> yeah. And they made it good. I've watched that movie so many times. I'm sorry for that. That's terrible. But it explains gonna, a few things. I'm going to sit down and watch Waterworld again. 
And, and after I'm done being disappointed by that film, I'm just going to tear it to fucking pieces because it promises on things that they just can't deliver on. While you're on that, you might as well go watch The Postman too because that's fucking a banger as well. I don't know where that's streaming. I don't know either. I had it on VHS, but I no longer have it on VHS, so now I don't yeah. have a way to watch it. says a lot about The Postman that it's not streaming fucking anywhere. Yeah, because it's a cult classic, a royal gem, only to be seen by those who deserve it. It's like saying, oh, I don't like diamonds because they're too rare. I don't like diamonds. No, I like diamonds. They're pretty. I like I know, you, you, you like things that are in the ground a lot. Like, again, oh, yeah. We're just going in reverse on this conversation. Everything that we're doing is like in a weird cycle right now. Yeah. It's okay. You get me all fired up in the morning sometimes with your crazy talk, and then I have no choice but to equalize with crazier talk, and then my crazy talk fucking weird spiral that we end up in, where you fucking constantly bring up Waterworld. I don't know. I I, I don't. I don't. See, we're back again. We just fucking cycled back again. Also, know what's on Netflix right now? Spawn. I can't wait to watch it. The original, like the cartoon or the movie? The movie. I know, but it's so bad, it's awesome. Nice. Isn't the cartoon on Crave? I, I saw it somewhere know. recently, and I was like, ooh, I should watch that again. There's three seasons of it, which I didn't know, so I might not have seen it all. Yeah. Did you watch that ever? Uh, I watched the movie and some of the cartoon. Yep. Like, I was like, so I was like too young, and we didn't yeah. have HBO, and then like I found like three episodes on YouTube, watched those, and like, but I was like, I always found Spawn to be fucking cool. Like the cartoon's just, like, really dark. It's really yeah. good. You should watch it. But like, I know Todd McFarlane's been working on a new film for like ever. Yeah, that was his big thing. Like it, Spawn, and then he got into the action figure game hardcore. It's mm-hmm. interesting. But yeah, Spawn's good. I see Spawn shit sometimes, and I'm like, ooh, I was a fan of that once. But it just like it didn't get any traction to go anywhere other than that you know what i mean like the movie was okay but it didn't like hit where it needed to hit for it to become a hit i like to give some shout outs here like john leguizamo may be one of our finest fucking actors at least in the top three of best underrated actor because he i love john leguizamo and when he shows up he fucking kills it he plays the clown and fucking spawn yeah his range is amazing yeah, I'm not, I'm not, like, either, neither here nor there. I, no. I don't, uh, like, what has he been a star? Like, what is his biggest role in your, is Spawn his biggest feature that you would say? Oh, God, no. What, God, what's no. his he biggest, is. what's his biggest movie? I know who he is, I just, I can't think of, when I think of him, I see his face, I know his mustache, but I'm like, what is his biggest role? Urgh, fuck, I don't know. I hate to say it, but I think his biggest role is Sid the Sloth in Ice Age. Really? Well, if if anything, it bottom I didn't even moment. know he was that. So, yeah, there's not like he's always a like he's never a leading man, I guess, right? Well, no, but like that's what makes him so such a great Nothing actor. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not shit talking. Yeah, he, he, saying, he's like, that he's that he's that character actor that just fucking brings it to the table. Yeah, you know, it's that guy that plays Saru. Whenever you put him on fucking makeup, and he just fucking kills it all the you, time. Did you watch Violent Night in the end? Not yet. I'm he was waiting. In that, apparently, yeah. Yeah, that, that's yeah he's the bad guy in that. 
IMDB right now just to see what the fuck he's He was doing. also Luigi in that terrible Super Mario Brothers Yeah, I see movie. that. I remember him from that as well. That was probably one of his biggest acting roles. But also, but if I pitched you that you had Bob Hoskins, uh, John Leguizamo, and Dennis Hopper for a Super Mario movie, you're like, how can this be bad? And then they're like, well, we're just going to take everything out of the Super Mario Brothers lore and change it. Did you see um, the Pedro Pascal Super Mario World skit? Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather that that way more than the Chris Pratt one. Like, give us that fucking movie. Oh, uh, you give know what? The Chris Pratt movie. I think the Chris Pratt movie is going to be really good. It's ruined for me now because I just want to see Pedro Pascal as Mario. It's a me, a Mario. That's all I want to see. They fucked us by giving us that. They shouldn't have been allowed to do that because now I'm like, it's like, uh, did you see the Oscar the Grouch one that they did? Uh, yeah. Stranger Things, Dad. That's fucking great, too. They did one with The the Rock where it was Bambi, where The That's Rock played Bambi. Ugh, you gotta you gotta get rid of this prejudice. <laughs> I almost clicked on Black Adam last night, and instead I watched started watching or finished watching the shrinking instead. But yeah. I did see it, and I was like, uh, maybe I should. Nah, fuck, I can't do it. Sorry for that. Yeah. I shouldn't have brought that up. I'm cycling again. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna wrap us up here. For one, we're all over the place. The, yeah. the, the early early morning recording for us does not actually work. We're just. Fucking wild cards. We spiral. Yeah. We, we we're do. definitely wild cards. That's a great way of describing then we it. Just, and then we don't even have our coffee yet, and we're just bitter to one another. You're going to go to work today, and you're going to be like, ugh, fucking chocolate. No, I'm going to be going to work. Like- I'm going to be fine, because I'm going to finish my coffee. I'm going to have lunch <laughs> here soon, a.k.a. breakfast. You're sharp then- now, too, mentally, because I've been like like a pencil sharpener today. You're, you're sharp. Sure. Your wits are fucking going. You're firing on all pistons. No one loves you more than you do, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> it's good to love yourself. Yeah. You don't love yourself more than other people love you, then what the fuck are you doing with your life? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't prepared for a comeback. Yeah, apparently not, but love yourself, man. It's okay. <laughs> forgive yourself. Uh, I know you're an asshole sometimes, but like, you got to forgive yourself <laughs> for that. Just love yourself, Tom. Uh, you're going to cry right. when you watch Waterworld because it's going to be so beautiful. No, it's not. I've seen Waterworld. I've been so disappointed by Waterworld. It's a Mad Max ripoff, just instead of on land, it's water. That's funny. Um, Kevin Costner fans may or may not forgive you for that one. I think Kevin Costner fans know that his best movies are his baseball movies. Uh, Dancing with Wolves. Uh, Dances with Wolves. I always thought it was Dancing no, it's Dances with Wolves. Mm. And I brought that up to counter your water world, and you argued with me already. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You never talked two, about that on the podcast. Yes, I did. My two movies, if you rewatch, I love Dancing with podcast, Wolves. I actually thought about getting a Dancing with Wolves tattoo at one point because it's such Well, that a would have been a fucking heart- mistake because it's Dances with Wolves. Such a heartwarming movie. Um <clears throat> When, he, when him and the wolves are around the fire holding the hands and they're doing that like fucking little dance, that they, it's a fucking solid movie. It's a good fucking movie. So this is the last episode ever of Two Sides of the Story. <laughs> I'm Tom Sides. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't do myself sometimes. <laughs> Alright, no, I, I gotta wrap up here. I gotta get, get ready for work. But, Can you promise uh, me that at least that you imagined... 
Kevin Costner holding hands with the wolves. Yes, I, I did. I imagine anything that's descriptive <laughs> to me. It happens. It's how the mind oh, works, fuck. John. However, good. it was disappointing because I have a cartoon. Like, it's in my head now. <laughs> they need to remake that fucking movie. 2023, no, baby. No, they don't. No, they don't. I made a much better movie just there than the original. Anyways, this has been uh, Two Sides of the Story this week. I'm Sean Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. Uh, This is the first time you did it where your voice didn't change at all or you didn't move. I'm impressed. I'm Tom Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. Have a good week, everybody. (laughs) Live long and prosper. Two Sides of the Story. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.